Welcome to the Exercises for Everyone podcast, where we talk about all things related to exercise, regardless of having limitations or not. Our guests provide information, insight, and inspiration to get you moving and keep you going. My name is Wendy Kleinke, and I am your host. So let's get started. All right, welcome to the Exercises for Everyone podcast. Today, we've got Dale Desteno with us. Dale does boot camps and kickboxing. Okay, I'm really excited to talk to Dale about this today because I've been watching him for the last couple of months and he's doing some amazing things within his community and online. Dale, welcome to the podcast. I would love for you to tell us how you got started in fitness, what you're doing with it now. Tell us all the things. We want to know all about the kickboxing, the boot camps, all that stuff. Very good. Well, I'm happy to be here and I am very happy to talk about kickboxing. So um, I, I've spent about the last 20 years in kickboxing and realistically in, in all different types of combat sports, everything from regular boxing, Muay Thai, a little bit of MMA. But my, my mainstay has always been more on the kickboxing side. And so you approaching my, my 20th year in, uh, in kickboxing training. You start to feel like, as a um, you know a, a senior level dude that's been you know, kickboxing for a long time, part of the the fun of it is to transfer that knowledge to you know more aspiring younger folks that are trying to learn kickboxing. And so, I I worked for probably about a year in a kickboxing and resistance uh, training gym uh, until COVID hit and shut down all the gyms and. Uh, I had a lot of people just calling me and saying, Hey, you know, you, you know, you know how to do all this stuff. We don't need a gym for it. You have a garage and uh, let's move this to your house and uh, we'll, uh, we'll start training there. And I was like, sure, fine. And then other folks were saying, Hey, you know, you know how to run these boot camps. Why don't we do that in the front yard? And I mean, that was it, the long and the short. So, you know, a lot of people saw uh, coronavirus and, and all that was shut down and lockdown and whatnot as uh you know, it was a horrible situation. And obviously it was because nobody wants the gyms to shut down, but I saw it as an opportunity and we just kind of ran with it and it started growing some legs. Yeah. And you actually had like your neighborhood was all like coming to the end of their driveway and things like that. <laughs> right. Didn't you have like a, like, didn't you use like a bolt, like a megaphone? <laughs> no, no megaphone, no? but no uh, megaphone? <laughs> I, uh, Luckily, I'm a, a very loud individual. I'm Italian, so uh, it, it comes with the territory. But yeah, we, the, I, I advertised it in my community uh, Facebook page, not not next door or anything. It was just a community Facebook, and I said, "Hey, you know, I'm going to try this. I'm going to give it a shot. And if you want to show up 9:30 tomorrow or whatever time it was, uh, show on up." And that was it. I did it for free for a couple months, and uh, you know, started charging a small admission after that. But um, it was funny, the, the very first day, it was a Saturday, I'll never forget it. We had no equipment and that was kind of the draw too. It was like, hey, we're not gonna do any equipment sharing. We're not gonna be in anybody's personal bubble. We're gonna be outside. It's gonna be safe, there's not gonna be any germs. I thought it was gonna be me and you know three you know silver sneaker uh, you know grandmas doing some jazzercise or something. I, I didn't care. I walked out, there was 20 people there. And uh, I was like, geez, I, you know, I had no idea what I had signed up for. And uh, you know, it was, it was very, um, I mean, it was almost like I was choking up. I was like, well, people are really excited about this. And, um, you know, they started inviting their friends and their friends, friends, and 
it was fantastic. It just grew and grew and grew. And it's Minnesota. So uh, unfortunately, guess what? It snows here and uh, we're the day after Thanksgiving. So you can see how that's gone. <laughs> yeah. So now you've kind of moved to a little bit of an online version of this. Is that correct? Yeah, we moved almost exclusively online in October and still doing some uh, IRL, as the kids say, kickboxing and whatnot. But um, for the most part, all the boot camps and uh, strength training and all that has moved online. We're doing it with very, very minimal equipment. I didn't want anybody to have to go out and buy a whole bunch of stuff or anything. Resistance bands and, you know, a few light dumbbells if you got them, a yoga mat, nothing exciting. And uh, we've had a pretty nice you know, turnout for that. Uh, most of my boot camp members moved to the online with me. Uh, some did not. Some were not interested in it at all. But the cool thing about online is friends started inviting friends. It didn't matter where they were. The only thing that I found that actually matters is time zones. So I'm central time zone. Uh, 5.45 p.m. is, you know, 6.45 Eastern and, uh, you know, 3.45 Pacific time or yeah, I think that makes sense. And uh, so that is kind of, you know, that's been kind of a, a something I've been bumping up against that some people aren't able to get out of work at 345 and come work out with us. But either way, I did a, a one hour boot camp yesterday, uh, burn the bird Thanksgiving special. I just said, hey, invite your friends. We're going to do it for free. We had a whole bunch of people. And I think we had people in Florida, Arizona, North Dakota, Minnesota, all, Wisconsin, all over the place. So it was, that was fantastic. It was really great to see. Yeah, that's amazing. So I'd love to kind of switch gears just a little bit and have you talk to us a little bit about like the, the martial arts, the kickboxing, all of that stuff, kind of how it came about into your life. And then like you were talking, you, you met, you mentioned briefly that you, as you progress, you then feel inspired to help other people. Can you tell us a little bit about what that looks like, like how it looks for you, for the people you're working with? Like, tell us a little bit about the actual, like, kickboxing, the, the actual stuff, like the movements and stuff. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Yeah, so I work with everybody from, uh, I've had one five-year-old student. I've worked with my own, you know, kids, of course, starting when they were, you know, two or three years old. Uh, I think they, um, you know, they, they both love and hate it. I don't know. I mean, I get five minute lessons out of them and that's about it. So I'm happy with that, I guess. They're older now, so I get a little bit more focus. But, uh, uh, you know, I started one day, I just, um, I was probably 20, early 20s. I just graduated my first corporate job and uh, I lived like a mile away from work. So I was going into work, coming home. And I was like, in the winter, I'm like, what am I going to do? And I just really started thumbing through the phone book. This is 20 you know, years ago at this point. And uh, I found some kickboxing gyms that were really close to me. So I thought, hey, what the heck? I'm going to give this a shot. And it was, it was love at first sight. I went to two different gyms initially. I went to one that was straight boxing, one that was more traditional kickboxing. And uh, I stayed with both for a while, but it turns out I'm, I'm a kicker. So uh, I really, I like the kicking aspect. Um, you know, it's, to me, I'm just much more comfortable doing, doing it. And I love the flexibility. I mean, you're, you're kind of, it's almost like you're a built-in, you, you get yoga training out of the deal too. So, um, you know, been doing it for a long time. I've probably been to over a dozen different kickboxing and boxing and MMA gyms. MMA really wasn't my, my thing. I really appreciate it. I really like watching it, but 
I really like the art aspect behind uh, kickboxing. Uh, you know, certainly you find a lot of the art aspect as well in, in traditional martial arts like karate and taekwondo. Um, but uh, yeah, it was kickboxing for me. And, you know, I, as I have progressed and, you know, I'm kind of on my downhill slope now. I still train and I'm still very active. I, I'm a member of another club, even though I, you know, I do my own private lessons and everything with other students. I, I'm still a trainee at, at, at another club in town. And uh, it's been really fun having these students, like I've got one guy that's 12 that he, he's gunning for, he wants to go pro. He wants to take on some lessons or take on some, take on some actual matches. And he's, uh, you know, in the past six months I've been working with him. I'm, I'm getting ready to have to hand him off to somebody that can take him to the next level because he's, you know, he's outpacing me. So uh, it's been very, very exciting. Wow, that sounds amazing. Having a 12 year old kind of get to a point where you need to pass them on. That's amazing. Yeah. What are some of the what are some of like the, the physical like I've taken kickboxing a few times and to me it was really hard. <laughs> like it was very grueling. Can you tell talk to us a little bit about that and about how like you can kind of get over that hump of like, if I was going to come into you and said, Dale, I'd really like to kickbox, but I've done it before. And I felt like I was going to die. Can you help me? <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, and you know, I, I make people sign up for three lessons. So they're paying for three straight away, no matter what, uh, even if they never show back up again, I make them have that level of commitment. So I, I do the first one for free as just kind of it's really not terribly exciting. It's, it kind of wets their beak a little bit. And uh, the, the first one's free. And I say, if you think this is for you, you have to sign up for three more. And uh, to date, I've only had one person not, but I, I've had everybody else has signed up right then and there. Uh, the, the hardest part about kickboxing is showing up the second time. I, I genuinely believe that. And I think you pretty much nailed it, that it's, it can be very, very hard. I work with people one-on-one -on -one versus a class is a lot different. I, I work with people on the one-on-one -on -one side that, um, you know, depending on where they are fitness wise, we start, you know, scaling up more and more, you know, quicker. And uh, if, if people are kind of testing the waters and the, the whole, just trying to find something to stay active, you know, that, that scale up might be a little slower and that's totally fine. Um, you know, I've got some guys that have, more energy. I, I swear to God, they, they drink a Red Bull on the way to my house and that's totally fine, but they just have this incredible energy and they want to go for two hours. I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, kickboxing is, you, you know, you, you slowly build on it. You first, I work on technique. I start with a lot of basic footwork and stances. Um, you know, what hand does what, what hand, what punch is called what, and we slowly start building it on. But I would say it's about number five to six, less than number five or six, where you start to see people, they become more, you know, constant. They, they don't need as much, you know, hand holding on the basic moves. But I would say you hit about month three to five, something in there, you start seeing more and more advanced moves. I, I have one guy that had never even put on boxing gloves in his life. That was in, I want to say it was about April, maybe early May. And just last week we started, so, you know, however many months that is, right about Thanksgiving timeframe, I have him doing the most advanced move in kickboxing, a tornado kick. It's, it's the, bit, the more 
basic version of it. There's a few different versions of it, but he was doing the most advanced move and had never even put on gloves before. So like when he did it, like this, the smile he had was like, I wish I could have captured that moment. He's, he had no idea he was capable of doing this. So, um, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, that's amazing. And I love how you're talking about how there's lots of different, like you can break it right down to the different moves. Like, I guess I didn't realize that there was that much, to it do you recommend if some do you recommend that people start out with one-on-one i mean is that like the best way to go i tell them that depending if you want to be a rec level like you want to go to a a title boxing gym or a ferals or a nine round or something like that if that that's more your speed where you're looking for more of the workout and you're not looking to take it to you know the ufc or something I tell people, hang out with me for two to three months. You're going to be the best person when you walk into a club like that. And you'll be able to start self-training at that point as well, where you can start realizing what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong and watching the mirrors and, you know, probably hear my voice say the same thing over and over and over again. Um, but, you know, if you are looking to to make something out of it, then it's, it's more like you have to start getting other trainers involved as well. Um, you know, I would say most people are more rec level, like people just want to learn the moves. Uh, I, I don't tell people my background in, in kickboxing. When I go try out a new gym, sometimes I'll just go for fun. And uh, I just want to see how they teach and whatnot. And there's some that are really good. And there's some that like everybody's at the exact same level. Like, no, 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 no most people aren't. <laughs> so yeah, I find that a lot of times um, people are at very different levels. And I think that sometimes group exercise can be a little intimidating if you don't know anything about the exercise or if you don't know the instructor. So I find that if you have something like either some level of familiar, can't say that word right now, familiarity. <laughs> We all know where you're going with it. Yeah. With one or the other, it, it's helpful. Um, but I just like, as you're talking, like I'm drawing on these experiences that I had with kickboxing and it was just like, a, I think maybe if I would have known a little bit more about the exercise, like about, like you were talking about breaking down the moves and stuff like that. I remember just being super overwhelmed in the class, hating it, feeling like I was going to die and um, just being really overwhelmed. So I would think it would be really beneficial to if I would have if I would have met you before I went to that class, <laughs> it probably would have been um, a little bit of a better experience for me. So that's kind of where I was kind of going with that. Um, I could see where it would be beneficial to train, especially with like if there is different types of moves. What about the flexibility? Like you mentioned that there's a big flexibility component to it. Can you talk to us about that? Absolutely. I never set out to be somebody that could do the splits at a moment's notice. Like that was never my life goal. And it turns out it's quite a party pleaser. Uh, you know, we, we do, when we do all the kickboxing and when I do any type of training, uh, I am very, very uh, in tune with how the like, body mechanics, how things should work. Um, but, you know, with, with kickboxing, you're using muscles you didn't even necessarily know you had, and chances are pretty good they're not that flexible. And so I put a lot of emphasis, uh, particularly in warm up and, and certainly in the cool down, of um, you know working on both stretching as well as different holds. Like 
yesterday in that that boot camp, um, the burn the bird one, I had a whole five minute part in the middle of it of doing yoga. It was just it was like heart rate, heart rate, heart rate, stuff. Boom, stopped. We're gonna do sun salutations for five minutes straight. And uh, you know, people kind of like groan or they're like, oh, I really want to work out. But then they get done and they're like, well, that was awesome. That was amazing. Um, and, and you know, some of my my kickboxers are the same way where I'm like, guess what? We're going back to the basics. We're gonna go, I'm gonna, I've got a a plyo box that I make people kick over. And you know, there's a lot of focus on being able to get your leg up you know, high enough to kick the bag. And if you don't kick it, you're going to hit this plyo box and it hurts. And so we, I, I go back to the basics. I tell them, hey, this is not going to be a fun night. This is going to be an important night. And uh, they they kind of grow and like, uh, like they want to learn something new. And, you know, I'm like, no, 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 it's we're, we're going to we're, we're building. This is a building process. Um, so I actually make for all my boot campers, I make uh, a, uh, a homemade stretch strap just out of uh, nylon climbers rope, just that it's more or less a, an eight foot strap that, you know, you might call it a yoga strap. You can go buy them for 10 bucks if you want, but you can make them for maybe 50 cents a piece. So I give those out to everybody that I can, um, that, you know, I have access to in real life. And, uh, I've got a whole series on my YouTube channel of how to use this yoga strap, um, the homemade variety that is. So, um, I'm like the, the four most costly words in exercise to me, I will stretch later. And yeah, uh, you know, kind of something most people don't think of. And realistically, I think, especially when you hit a certain age in life where, you know, doing Tabata and doing HIIT training and whatnot, maybe not as exciting for you. But I think if you're out there, if you're walking, you're running, you're riding your bike, and you're doing a very, you know, I wouldn't call it intense, but you're doing a very thorough stretching routine, you're going to be just fine. You'll be absolutely fine in life. Um, you know, there's been a, a number of times where me being very flexible has saved me from very bad injuries. <laughs> One time, it was almost exactly a year ago, it was Thanksgiving week. I was in Vegas on a treadmill and I wasn't really paying that much attention. I was lucky for me, I was kind of winding it down. I was maybe going from a seven mile an hour to like a four or something. So I hit that and I wasn't paying attention. I stepped off the treadmill, you know, on the side there, there's a little rail. I stepped on that. My one foot landed on that. My other foot kept going. I was in a perfect splits with the treadmill still spinning. Really great that you focused on flexibility. And I think you're bringing up some really valid points about the importance of it and how it can actually prevent injury. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of times people, um, you know, they have an idea that fitness is a certain thing. Like it's a, it's, it's lifting weights or it's running or it's being, you know, cardiovascular when really there's, you know, there's five components and um, I know you know what they are, the balance, flexibility, um, puppy, <laughs> cardiovascular, muscular strength, muscular endurance. But I find in my experience that most people don't even pay any attention to balance and flexibility until later in life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, yeah. And here you're sh- like, I guess I, I probably wouldn't have put together that kickboxing and flexibility is so important but as you're talking it makes complete sense it makes complete sense yeah yeah i uh i've taken some advanced stretching classes as well and um it's just like when you start realizing how tight you are i mean even if you're a fitty uh which you know i'm trusting most people that are listening 
probably are, there's still so many muscles that go unstretched. And, you know, people like me who still maintain corporate jobs, you're sitting at a keyboard alley more than likely, and you might be walking around a little bit, but for the most part, you're, you kind of got that keyboard rounded back thing going. Um, you know, there's certainly stretches for that. There's neck stretches and there's just like, uh, there, there's just a host of things you should be doing that take maybe five minutes a day. I, I wake up every single morning. I couldn't even tell you the last day I missed doing this, but I have about a five to seven minute kickboxing stretching routine that I do every single morning. And uh, I get up. If I'm sick, I'll do it. Uh, holidays, I'll do it. If it's a rest day, I'll still do it. And, uh, you know, I, I never miss, but it's almost like my day starts when that ends. It's like, okay, now I'm feeling ready to go. Um, you know, you sleep funky or whatever, and your neck hurts. It's like, you know, most people take some ibuprofen, but they don't realize like, Hey, if I were doing these stretches properly, if I was doing, um, child's pose and down dog and up dog, just those alone, you'd probably be much better off than popping pills all day. So just my two cents. Oh yeah. I love that. I love it. Do you have this stretch routine on your YouTube channel? Like you mentioned that you have one for the straps. Do you have this morning one? All right. So yeah, I do. Uh, I don't have this, this stretch on my YouTube channel. Maybe, maybe I'll throw it on there because it's, there's really nothing terribly exciting about it, but I, I make sure I do it every single day. And it's, it's really like, uh, kind of stretching out the, uh, waking up the, the body a little bit, stretching out, you know, bad sleep or, you know, sleeping funny or whatever, but, uh, there's a few basic kicks, uh, a few floor stretches. I use the stairs as well. So, uh, you know, get one leg up there, maybe five stairs up and reach over, touch my toes, both sides, forward folds, maybe some cat cow combo, that type of thing. But I've got it down to, you know, if I, if I'm cruising through it, I might, might cut corners. It might take about five minutes. If I'm, really taking the, the time that I should be. It's probably about seven minutes. But to me, that when that seven minutes is up, it's like, okay, it's on. Today is, today is going to be a good day. I'm feeling good. Worked out the kinks. You get some free back cracks out of the deal, which, you know, certainly I'm not a chiropractor. I don't know if it's good or bad, but it's amazing. <laughs> so uh, there you go. Maybe that's, you just hit my next big idea. I'll, I'll get that stretching routine on my YouTube channel. Why not? Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, you should. You should. Please do that for us. Uh, what else would you like to share with us today about like any of your programs you want to tell us what else can you share with us about you your experience your clients anything that you find that's significant I think the biggest most significant takeaway of certainly of 2020 has been that uh, you don't need a gym to work out you don't need a gym to to be in shape you don't need a gym for accountability that one of my favorite things about going to the gym and, you know, I mentioned I still am involved in, uh, in another kickboxing gym, but um, I don't need to be there. I want to be there. But the accountability, it's all happening online. You, you know, I know you have private Facebook groups. I have a private Facebook group as well. And people are accountable to each other on there. It's, it's pretty amazing. All my boot campers, they are, they talk online. They don't even necessarily know each other, but somebody will comment like, oh, I missed today's uh, online boot camp. And somebody else will respond, it's a good one, you should do the recording. And, uh, you know, it's available. And I can see, by the way, if you are accessing the recordings, and people genuinely are, um, you know, that there's also that level of community that, you know, still is involved, even though it's online, but you kind of see people, you see what's going on in their houses, you're like, hey, 
to get a new TV and, you know, people, we, you know, still joke and talk and whatever. It's not like Peloton where, you know, your instructor probably will never know your name. And I think Peloton's great, by the way, but um, you don't need a gym. You don't need a whole bunch of fancy equipment. I just said yesterday on that burn the, uh, burn the bird boot camp that we had new people on there that didn't have any equipment at all. And I said, Hey, what did you learn? Said you don't need a brand new Bowflex. You don't need, you know, a squat rack, which, you know, I, I actually have, but, um, you know, we don't use it for, for boot camp or anything. So you need, you can turn any space into a gym. Your body is a barbell and, uh, all you need is 45 minutes, maybe 30 minutes. If that's all you got a yoga mat and you're good to go. So, uh, um, I'm just telling people don't use this as an excuse to, you know, skip going to the gym and, and, you know, undo everything that you've been doing for the however long you've been involved in fitness, like use this as an opportunity to come out even stronger. And, you know, when gyms, I don't know, you know, what state everyone's listening in, but uh, Minnesota, the gyms are close to the end of the year. And, uh, you know, people aren't going to be rushing back when they open day one, like, oh, this is a safe place. Everything's going to be perfectly clean. Like, no, no, the numbers are way down. And, you know, I'm not saying don't go back to the gym. I'm just saying as a general rule, people are going to continue to use it as an excuse. So don't, don't let that, uh, don't let it happen to you. There you go. I love that. Dale, tell us where, I know you, you, we've been talking about your YouTube channel. If somebody wants to go to your boot camp, somebody wants to get on your YouTube channel, where's the best, how can we get in touch with you? Where can we find you? drdtraining.com, brand new website as of about two weeks ago. So you can, you can book me uh, through there for private lessons and uh, just hit the contact us button. If you want to join a boot camp. we run five per week. My wife runs one. She was going to join us for the podcast day, but we're on Thanksgiving number two and she's upstairs, uh, probably a nervous wreck right now. So when she listens to this later, I'll pay for that. But uh, uh, yeah, drdtraining.com or check me out on Facebook. We have a private Facebook group on there as well. That sounds amazing. Dale, thank you for taking time away from your holiday weekend and leaving your wife to do all of the work. Oh, I didn't say that. She's doing. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Most of the work. Most of the work. Most of the work for (laughs) Thanksgiving day number two. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. And I really enjoyed what you were, what you were sharing about kickboxing. I think sometimes what comes to us so second nature is, you know, when you're working in the fitness realm, other people don't necessarily know, you know, and like, like I was sharing with you, like I didn't have the best experience with kickboxing. So I never really went back to it, but now I think I might give it a try. Good. So, good. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it was really great talking with you and just, you know, providing us that expertise that you have. And I'm hopefully some people will reach out to you and join your boot camp. I'm thinking about joining it. I hope you do. I'd love to, love to have you on and, uh, uh, certainly, this has been fantastic. I'm, I'm glad I met you online, uh, however many months ago that was. So, yes, Dale, thank you so much for coming on with us today. And um, I look forward to talking to you sometime in the future. Very Thanks good. for tuning in with us. And um, we'll catch you guys next time. Very good. Thank you. One more thing before you go. As a fitness professional, I have a great love of exercise and a passion that there always be a space for people to get together and enjoy the types of exercise that they love. 
If you're interested in learning tips and strategies to help you build a fitness community of your own, please join us on Facebook. We have a free group called the Lifted Community where we talk about these ideas. Just search the Lifted Community on Facebook. I'm looking forward to seeing you there.